to introduce you to the great musicians and music businesses and organizations of Wisconsin. Every week, Wisconsin Music Podcast will be bringing you great information on what's happening in the Wisconsin music world. For our music-loving listeners, we'll bring you music that you haven't even heard of yet from unique and talented artists and hear about their journey so far. You'll either hear live performances of their songs or songs from their selected discography. For our musicians out there wondering what they can do to further their recognition, we'll be calling upon Wisconsin music businesses and organizations to enlighten you on what they're doing to help further your music journey. And now, here's your host, Zach Fell. Thanks, Dean. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Wisconsin Music Podcast. Today, we have Julian Singh from Cosmic Endeavors, and he's going to be talking a little bit about today's event that's happening all across the world called Make Music Day. Um, there's one happening in Milwaukee and the surrounding areas today. And if you want to check out all the great performers for Make Music Day, go to makemusicday.org slash Milwaukee. Once again, that's makemusicday.org slash Milwaukee. If you'd like to go to their national website, it's makemusicday.org. Diamond Dave Photography, the photography that supports local music in Wisconsin. It is ready to work with your band or any solo artist on your next promo pictures or band show. To contact Diamond Dave and see previous work, check out Diamond Dave Photography on Facebook and Instagram. Wisconsin Music Podcast is also brought to you by ZTF Studio. ZTF Studio, recording and mixing services, specializing in singles, demos, EPs, and LP projects for the last 20 years in southeastern Wisconsin doing jazz, rock, funk, country, indie, and more. Welcome to the Wisconsin Music Podcast, and we have Julian Singh, and he is part of Cosmic Endeavors, and his group is going to be playing with Make Music Day, the Milwaukee chapter, today. And he's going to talk a little bit about being a part of that and also about his group. So welcome, Julian, to Wisconsin Music Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, for hosting. No problem. So let's kind of start a little bit. What is your music origin story? How'd you get into music and kind of how you got to where you are today? Um, it's a little bit difficult. Uh, I think basically what happened was when I was like seven or eight, I always used to just beat on stuff. I don't know. That's just, that's just <laughs> how it works. Right. Maybe it's just the, the inner kid, but my parents were like, we should get him some drum lessons. And then from there, uh, I just, kind of really fell in love with playing the drums uh, and then music in general. Uh, and then in like the last couple of years, I've just sort of branched out into a few different uh, instruments as well and different types of styles, meeting new people, you know, the whole immersive experience. Cool. Is there any other instruments that you play besides drums or is that basically your main concentration? Well, it, it, it kind of depends what you mean by like play. Um, I, I know how to play trombone and piano and actually a little bit of bass too, um, but I don't play them super well. So it's just kind of like something that I use while I'm making music. But other than that, I don't I don't really like play out on those instruments. So drums ba is basically what you're quote unquote claim to fame. Exactly. Do you come from a musical family or are you the, the odd man out? No, uh, actually, my mom, when she was in college, she did, like, bands, um, and pretty much until uh, she had me, she was doing musical stuff. Um, and then, actually, now she's gotten back into the business, and she's playing out all the time. Uh, and my brother actually plays drums and trumpet, 
and my sister plays bass. So really, it's almost the entire family that's that's musical at this point. Very cool. So let's talk a little bit of how you got involved with um, Make Music Day. So how did um, how did you get into that? Uh, so I actually work at Brass Bell Music Store. Um, if you guys don't know, it's located right outside of Bayshore. Um, great music store. Uh, but the like outreach coordinator, um, Lizzie, and uh, the owner, Tristan, uh, always, and I mean ever since I've been there, they've put a huge emphasis on Make Music Day um, as a super big event that goes on and uh, kind of something that needs to be, you know, thoroughly, like, utilized and, like, taken advantage of because it's free music throughout the entire city. Like, I don't know, you can't you can't ask for a better day if it's just free music throughout the entire city and so many different genres and people uh, coming together. So I think it was obviously not last year, but two years ago, um, I actually got to play with another one of my Brass Bell co-workers um, outside of Dr. Dog in... I think that's Fox Point or Bayside, one of the two. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. And then this year, actually, Lizzie asked me if I wanted to do a spot with my band. Um, and just remembering kind of the, the fun and like kind of laid back experience, I was like, yeah, definitely. Um, so we're situated, I think, 11 o'clock in the morning uh, outside of the 310 West Building kind of downtown. But yeah, that's that's pretty much how it happened. Lizzie just reached out and then I, I reached out to my bandmates and they're like, yeah, let's do it. Let's get it. Let's get it done. And you're going to be performing with Cosmic Endeavors. So why don't you give us a little background on that group? So Cosmic Endeavors is kind of like my little quarantine project thing that has kind of exploded into something bigger. Um, obviously, during the pandemic, like during the heart of it, it was really hard to play out with people. Um, and I, I like didn't play with anyone for like three maybe even four months, just no, no playing, which really sucks as a musician. Yep. Um, cause like, that's how you get new ideas. That's how you get really good, really fast. Um, so that really sucked. Um, so I reached out to some of my friends, uh, who did the conservatory jazz camp with me. Um, okay. and then also who did the, or actually I just met him, uh, Cam, the piano player through a mutual friend. Um, and we did like a, a jam in December, but we didn't really do anything after. I was like, hey guys, you all want to just come into my backyard, play some tunes. Uh, and then from there, we just kept doing it. And then we were like, all right, we if we're going to be practicing so much, we might as well be playing out. And if we're making our own music and stuff, you know, I'm sure people would want to hear that. Uh, and so that's how kind of Cosmic Endeavors was born. And ever since then, we started off playing more of like the live stream kind of stuff, obviously, because that was the only thing you could do. But, you know, throughout like the last six months, um, we've had actually a few like in-person gigs and those have just been great experiences to get back, get back into it and in front of an audience. I hate putting, you know, musicians into categories, but kind of give us like an idea of what genre you guys are usually playing out of. So Cosmic, it's interesting. So we're able to play a lot of styles. We started playing more of like straight ahead jazz stuff. Um, like swing, swing stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but now we kind of just play obviously that, um, we play a lot of Latin stuff too. We do, um, some sambas. Uh, we tried to do one mambo, um, but we just never got the opportunity to play it live. Um, we also do a lot of like funky stuff, like really deep. Uh, I don't know if you know the band Lettuce, but kind of like Lettuce Funk. 
Okay. Um, and then also we do some R&B and kind of like maybe maybe you call it jazz fusion, but it's not really jazz fusion as I would think of it. I don't know. It's just kind of a big hodgepodge of all of our influences just put into one one kind of group. Okay, cool. So now that we're starting to get hopefully out of the COVID pandemic lockdown type things, what kind of venues are you guys kind of looking forward to performing at besides Make Music Day? So we've got a couple shows lined up um, out to the summer. Uh, unfortunately, we really can't do anything past mid-August. Um, but I think, yes. So actually right after Make Music Day, uh, July, or excuse me, June 25th, uh, we are playing the Tonic Tavern at Jazz Night, okay. uh, which is going to be really fun, um, especially playing in Milwaukee uh, with a live audience, I think, for the second time ever. Um, so that's going to be really fun. And that time we're just going to be playing a lot of straight ahead kind of jazzier stuff. But then after that, on July 1st, we're actually playing in Whitefish Bay, um, right outside of the Bay, which is a restaurant. So that's going to be another fun kind of like outdoor, free to the public kind of experience. Um, and I think that's that's kind of the shows that we're going for, um, are those ones where anyone can show up and you don't have to pay like a admissions fee. And like, you know, it's just like tips are optional. Okay. Because um, really, music is best, you know, when everyone can hear it. And that's also how you can get the most people out there is if it's free. Right. Um, but then I think our last gig we have slated for August 7th uh, is going to be headlining the Lakefront Brewery stage at State Fair. Excellent. So that's going to be like the the top of our yeah. gig list there. Cool. Very cool. Do yep. you um, have any recordings out or have you not been able to do that yet? We don't have any recordings. I think we're, we're going to get on that pretty, pretty soon here. Um, Cause yeah, we only have a, a little bit of time left altogether, unfortunately. Do you know where you're, what, how you're going to do that? You're going to go to like a recording studio or do you guys have like your own equipment and you're going to kind of do it yourself? What's, what's the plan? Yeah, that's a really good question actually. Um, Cause it's something we talk about a lot. Like, is it going to be worth it to spend money to go to a recording studio and get it sounding really, really nice? Uh, or do we have the available resources to just put something out essentially for free um, on our hand? Right. So we're not really sure. We might put out like a demo or something that we recorded all together on like YouTube. Okay. See how it goes. Um, but I, I personally would really like to have a professional recording done. Um, for us because I think there's no better way to capture our sound than a professional recording you know what I mean yep. it's, it's it's intricate and I would rather have it done by someone who knows what they're doing by a sound engineer um, so yeah cool very cool so obviously maybe you'll have something out by the fall or maybe closer to the end of the year then hopefully uh yeah so like i was saying before we really only have till mid-august uh to work through all of our stuff so hopefully it'll be out sooner than that but we'll see i take it some of the people that are in the group are heading off somewhere is that why you only get to the mid-august yeah unfortunately so um our guitar player uh is going to be leaving for canada our bass player is going to be leaving for illinois or indiana our other bass player is going to be going up to Appleton, and then I'm going to be going off to Berkeley. Oh, okay. So, cool. Yeah. We're all kind of 
spreading out and unfortunately we won't be able to continue after that yeah is this going to be your first year at berkeley or is this a continuation of your education yeah it's going to be my first year very cool very cool obviously you're talking about the berkeley in um on the east coast right yes berkeley boston yeah as you've probably gone to concerts and played concerts yourself what are some of the positives that you've seen in the local scene i think with it's it's you got to find the right people um but when you find the right people they will go crazy for anything you do which is just like the best feeling i think when you're playing live and no one's really into what you're doing that just sucks and no one likes that and it really kills your energy um but you know when you have people even if it's not that many people um but they're really into what you're playing uh and they're they're happy and they're excited to be out there um that really i think that's one of the the best advantages of the local scene. If you can find those people, like I, I like I was saying, that's the best experience at a gig. Even if it's just a few people, yeah. it really makes a difference. Diamond Dave Photography, the photography that supports local music in Wisconsin. It is ready to work with your band or any solo artist on your next promo pictures or band show. To contact Diamond Dave and see previous work, check out Diamond Dave Photography on Facebook and Instagram. Wisconsin Music Podcast is also brought to you by ZTF Studio. ZTF Studio, recording and mixing services, specializing in singles, demos, EPs, and LP projects for the last 20 years in southeastern Wisconsin, doing jazz, rock, funk, country, indie, and more. ZTF Studio brings success to your recording project. All right, back to the interview. Have you seen any struggles in the local scene that maybe you'd like to see get changed? Yeah, so I mean, I guess the age-old one um, for Milwaukee is going to be original music because uh, there's just not quite the same appreciation, at least in Milwaukee, for original music. Um, I mean, you, you can't blame people. It's, they are going to listen to what they want to hear. Um, but I think it's just people need to become maybe more organized because there, there are definitely people who enjoy original music and stuff. Um, and I know like a lot of places are now pushing for mu- original music only opposed to cover music. Um, but just since I've, I've played in both cover bands and original bands, uh, my mom has played in both cover bands and original bands. Um, and it's pretty, it's pretty drastic. The difference in even just like pay, just like pay for the gig, um, is pretty crazy. Um, but like, you know, crowd turnout, gig availability, um, it's it's all those kind of things. What about work life balance? Do you find it hard to try to find a you know a balance between that and you know playing music? Do you have any issues with that at this moment? I think for me, like the way I like to think about it is like I have you know obviously everyone has all their eggs, right? Yep. And for me, I had school, I had work, I had music, I had friends, um, whatever. I, I like mountain biking. That's another one. Mm-hmm. Going outdoors. So I have all these different baskets. So essentially how I think of it is I like try to put the least amount of effort into the things that I think are not as important to me, um, like school, for example. Um, but then for like music, I try to maximize my efforts in there, um, without taking away from like work or something else. So I found, um, even though I'm doing all this stuff at the same time, I think I'm able to balance it out pretty well and keep up with all these different things and especially working like at a music store uh, makes everything so much easier because I'm always learning um, new things and helpful information uh, not only about like customer service or how business works but also like things in the music world that I would have never known right Uh, 
So I think that also helps a, a pretty big deal. What kind of things have you learned working at Brass Bell that um, maybe some of the listeners, especially musicians, would find helpful? Oh my goodness, so many things. Um, one specifically is the difference between like uh, a TS cable and a TRS cable. Um, TRS for stereo, TS just for mono. Um, that was huge for me because I had no idea um, kind of what the difference is. And the way you can tell is actually if you look on the headphone cord, um, I think I have one here. This one might be a little different. Yeah. So, I don't know if you can see that. This one is a stereo cable because it's got the tip, the ring, and the sleeve all on there. Um, so, you're able to know that these are stereo headphones. Uh, whereas some headphones actually have three. Um, that's just another connector if they have like a, a piece on here where you can like pause, play, skip, fast forward, stuff like that. Um, but that was definitely something that was super useful that I learned. Um, condenser microphones. I didn't really have a great understanding of what those are. Um, but now I kind of understand the advantages to using one. Um, and why they need to be powered as well um, with phantom power versus just like a regular dynamic mic, mm -hmm. like a Shura SM57, which doesn't actually need any power to it. Right. So that's something that's interesting and helpful. If your condenser is ever not picking up anything, uh, make sure you got phantom power going into it. Uh, oh, yeah, interfaces. Interfaces are huge. Um, just because they're coming up so big in like the the home market and like everyone's doing their own home recording. Um, but you cannot really just record your microphone into your computer. Um, you got to do it through an interface. Otherwise it's not going to sound great at all. Um, and that's something that I've, I've learned just working there, but also through other musicians, um, and brass bell really like solidified the Why does this work better? Um, how does it work? You know what I mean? Those kind of things. Let's talk about some of the gigs that have made an impression on you and why that gig or certain gigs have made that impression on you. Sure. Going back, the earliest, I think, would be uh, when my band played Johnson Control Stage at Summerfest. Um, it was for this thing called Rock Hansen, um, which is like a, a high school like band competition. And this was actually with my old metal band that I used to be in. It was just like so surreal going up and playing at Summerfest on a stage and it wasn't like a, a tiny one either it was like the the Johnson Controls one yeah and I think like Modest Yahoo was like going after us or something he was just like in the back there and we we're like oh that's quite interesting <laughs> um but, uh yeah I think that was probably the the craziest craziest gig um from an early early age that I ever did is there any other gigs that have made a certain impression on you? I think there's there's one other, well, I guess two other ones. I mean, one, I think we played in 2017 or 2016. Um, it was at the Metal Grill, which is gone now. Uh, but it was for School of Rock, um, again. And it was for, like, the metal kind of scene. It was for classic metal. So we were playing, like, Iron Maiden, Megadeth, um, Metallica, Dio, Judas Priest, like, stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we were at this bar, the Metal Grill, which was in Cudahy. But man, it was like, it was packed with people. Um, and we played like such a good show. Like it was like the best show I had ever played. Um, and it was just a, 
a really phenomenal experience just like having everyone be so tight and locked in um, and playing so well. And how long had you guys been together before you did that gig? Two years. Okay. Because um, I, I think I started School of Rock in fifth grade doing like the performance groups that they have there. And then the guys who were in the band with me, I think, came two years later. Okay. Um, into my like time there. Um, so I think think two-ish years or maybe even just one year before that i'm not 100 percent sure and it just was the dedication to make sure that the the gig was a really good gig for you and the audience right and like everyone who who was playing the music also really liked the music uh, i think which also helped a lot yeah but since you're off to berkeley in august what made you decide out of a lot of the music schools out there to be the one you're going to go to well, Berkeley had always kind of been like my dream school from maybe even the start of middle school. Okay. Uh, just because my favorite drummer, Matt Garska, he went there and I was like, if I want to be like him, I need to go to Berkeley. <laughs> but then uh, obviously I started doing some more research and there's all these great people um, like John Mayer, for instance, he went to Berkeley. Uh, I think John Patitucci is his name. Um, the guitarist for Dream Theater, he went there. Uh, you'd be surprised at all these famous people. Um, and nowadays, I'm just like looking at these drummers. I'm like, man, he's crazy. Where'd he go? Oh, Berkeley. Um, so I, I applied to a couple music schools. I applied to Berkeley, Indiana, and NIU. Um, and I think it was mostly a competition between Indiana and Berkeley. Um, but uh, Indiana... At first, they waitlisted me, but then they called me back, and they're like, wait, actually, we want you. Um, but the way that Indiana had their, like, audition set up, it was really it was really weird. Um, and it kind of forced me to make a decision to go to Berkeley because they just didn't have their system set up right uh, for the waitlisting. And, like, you have to decide where you're going to college, like, May 1st. So we had to choose Berkeley at that point. Um but like thinking back, it was probably a better decision because I don't want to just go to jazz school and then, um, I don't know, just play jazz gigs for the rest of my life. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather go to Berkeley or something, meet some crazy people and tour around uh, while I'm young, you know what I mean? Right. Network and get inspired by people that are better than you and push yourself right. to be better than you are. And yeah, and Berkeley also did give me a pretty decent amount of money, so I was able to to make it there all right um yeah cool because normally the tuition is pretty ridiculous yeah definitely as i wrap this up with you what's on your playlist right now what artists are you listening to that you feel deserve you know some recognition that maybe not getting enough recognition at this time oh boy um let me see here actually that's a good question i will check i have i have this playlist on on spotify here uh, called called like songs it's like 500 songs long um it's just like the music i listen to regardless of uh genre or whatever um someone who i've been listening to recently i guess lettuce would be one brand one band um that just i really i mean i don't think they have like any bad songs i, I can listen to any of their music um it's just great super super funky i think like they're almost a little more og than like even snarky puppy 
um, like in their, their style. Um, and they're definitely a little bit more funky than snarky puppy. Um, but I think lettuce would be a good one. Um, let's see here. Another band called spirit fingers. Um, it, they're just kind of like a bunch of crazy chopper musicians all got together and then just like spread all their, their wisdom and their, their chops. And so I definitely like listening to that. And then I think the drummer there is Mike Mitchell, um, who definitely has some of the, the fastest lives on the planet, which is pretty, <laughs> pretty insane there. Um, if I could pick one other band, I guess it would be, uh, Ocean's 8 Alaska, which is like a complete, uh, 180 from the, uh, other jazzy funky stuff. Uh, cause it's like metalcore cool. music. Very um, cool. And it just, I mean, it's just so technical and it's super groovy and it's fun for me to play on drums. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, Julian is going to be playing with his band Cosmic Endeavors at 11 o'clock outside. What building was it again? 310 West. The 310 West. down. That's downtown Milwaukee, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you can check them out. You guys are playing for what? A couple hours? No. we're it, On Make Music Day, it's kind of like a, a cycle. So there's a lot of artists playing at one spot. I think we're either going to be playing for 30 or 45 minutes. Um, cause the UWM Panther steel drum ensemble is actually going to be playing after us at 11. Oh, that'll be cool too. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody check out Julian and his band Cosmic Endeavors downtown Milwaukee at 11 o'clock and also go to makemusicday.org slash Milwaukee to see the lineup for the whole day. Enjoy a lot of great music that's happening locally in Milwaukee and the surrounding areas. And Julian, thank you so much again for being on the Wisconsin Music Podcast and I look forward to talking to you in the future. Yeah, thank you for having me as well. Have a good time in Berkeley. Thank you. I hope you guys got a lot of great information on Make Music Day. If you'd like a little bit more information, either go to makemusicday.org Make Music Day ORG slash Milwaukee. And the third option is to check out last week's episode with Lizzie Chikowski. If you're interested, we have a new feature on Friday. It's called the Friday Music Showcase, where I showcase two different artists and they give us a little bio about themselves and a little information behind each song. If you're interested in being on the Friday Music Showcase, please email Wisconsin Music Podcast at gmail.com. In the subject, type in Friday Music Showcase, and in the email itself, send two songs, a little bio about yourself, and the stories behind each song. Also, send me your social links as well. Don't forget, you can also be on the Monday podcast. Sign up on the website at WisconsinMusicPodcast.com, fill out the guest request form. And then after you hit submit, check your email. It might actually land in your junk or spam folder, but there should be an email there asking for more information on being on the Monday podcast. I'd like to thank Nate Wyckoff for creating the music for the Wisconsin Music Podcast and to Dean Bundy for our great voiceover in the beginning and intro. Thanks to Jacob at CW Hip Hop for syndicating our podcast every Monday at 4 p.m. at cwhiphop.com. Also, ZTF Studio Recording and Mixing Services, specializing in singles, demos, EPs, and LP projects for the last 20 years in southeastern Wisconsin, doing jazz, rock, funk, country, indie, and more. 
So thanks again, everyone, for listening to this week's episode with Julian and Make Music Day Milwaukee chapter. Make sure you check out everything that's going on at makemusicday.org slash Milwaukee. Here are some of the great talent that is being played around the state today. Everyone have a great week and we'll see you on Friday.